You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. This is Kelly Henderson, and you are listening to At Home on the Velvet's Edge podcast. This week, my guest is one of my favorite people and very dear friends, Amy Brown. Amy is the co-host of The Bobby Bones Show and also has her own podcast, Four Things with Amy Brown, where she recently had one of my favorite interviews with the amazing Robin Roberts. I'm going to link that in the description of this podcast so you guys can check it out. Amy and I had a little therapy session today on At Home and talked through the emotional ups and downs that have come with quarantine for both herself and her children. She also told me a trick she's learned to help calm those emotions and how she's growing through the process. Here's our conversation. Okay, so we talked a little yesterday and you told me that you guys have pretty much continued working regularly. It's just from home now. Is this the deal? Yeah, we've all been doing the show. Um, Like Bobby's at his house. I'm at my house. There's some people that are going into the studio. Lunchbox still is. He has a a new baby and another... Uh, like young ones so he he couldn't do it from there it's hard you kind of have to have a quiet space to do a radio show so um yeah I feel I feel like I miss my people I feel like we've been able to do a really good job still trying to be somewhat entertaining and and distract people from some of what's going on if they do have a normal commute uh and they're still listening to the show but it's been hard because I feed off of other people's energy. Totally. So I don't mind every once in a while working from home. It's actually kind of fun. But I do with something like that. It helps to be around people. Right. Cause so are you guys doing like a video thing? Yeah. Eddie set something up. He's our video guy. And I don't know. Eddie and I hard face set up. It's like V-Mix or something in case anybody's curious. Yeah. But it's been pretty cool. Eddie can uh, tap into the cameras on our computers and then we type in a code and he has access and whenever one of us is talking he'll put the camera on us from our computer and it's very very cool but also really scary because (laughs) (laughs) 
I often wonder if, you know, they could just turn on my computer and start watching whatever. Just watching you at but, home in general. Yeah. Or they hear me talking and they're like, oh, let's go see, let's what, Amy's see what Amy's up to. Uh, so I try to log out of that when I'm not using it. Yeah. That's probably smart. It's kind of like a Truman Show situation. Like they're always yes. watching. Exactly. Well, one of the main things you talk about on the show is your two children that you adopted from Haiti. And I've been thinking about you a lot because I've been at home homeschooling with my boyfriend and his kids. How has that been going for you guys? Well, you're talking to me now when we've been a week into summer. So right. their school decided to let out a week early, which normally if they had been going normally, that would have annoyed me because why would I want my kids out of school a week early? Uh, you know, it gives them something to go do. And obviously education is amazing. Right. <laughs> and when they're out of the house and they're making friends and life is great. Um, but with it being distance learning at home now, I think most parents were like, sweet. We're oh going to week yeah. early. This is amazing. We had like but an I'm, out of school party. We were so ready. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's just, it's something that no parent was prepared for at the start of this year. And I think we all grew a lot and we were challenged but I'm super proud of my kids and how they handled it uh first couple weeks were super rough not gonna lie yeah Uh, I did not know how to to manage it all Uh, and I speak me and and my husband too and and the kids like they were having to hold together a lot I mean in Nashville we had just had the tornado uh, March, early March. And then a few weeks later, then there's this crazy virus where they can't leave the house and see their friends and go to school. And for my kids that already have uh, trauma in their life and getting them on a routine is really healthy. And then to just kind of have some crazy things happen for them in the month of March, it was a lot, especially for our younger one. So I would say there was more challenges than just the education side for him. Like Stashira, once she figured out, and she turned 13 amongst during all this, like her birthday was in April, but she, you know, once she figured out the technology and plus she figures it out real quick, like she's amazing at TikTok and all the things. She is Isn't it insane what they can do? Oh yeah. Like, I'm like, how did you learn how to do that? (laughs) And so once that was probably the most challenging thing with her the first couple of weeks is because I didn't even know how to use zoom. <laughs> I mean, of course now we're all experts, but right. she picked up on it so quickly that then her classes, everything became pretty self-sufficient because her teachers were online and super thankful for that. And then, and you know, I just have to shout out to teachers during all of this and not just parents because, you know, in the beginning we were having some conference calls with the teachers and they wanted to be dialed in and, one of the teachers I was talking to, she's like, yeah, I know. She's like, I'm trying to teach my classes virtually and distance learning. And by the way, I have two kids of my own that are now right. home. And so they're, yeah, we all have a job. Our, our, a lot of us have a job and then we're trying to teach. But you can imagine like trying to teach kids and online kids. and then also then teach your own kids. And so it's just a lot. I mean, teachers are super special. I feel like 2020 goes to teachers and healthcare workers. Absolutely. I think as parents, we realize just how amazing they are uh, and that we won't take them for granted ever again um, because they have a gift. (laughs) So yeah, there was highs and lows, ups and downs, but I think uh, 
again, so Shira just kind of did her own thing. And then really in our house, it was dealing with some of the emotional stuff that was mm-hmm. going on with Stevenson. And then I would see it come out in us. It's easy for me to spot it in a, a little nine-year-old. But then I would see things that he was doing and how he was reacting with his fear because of a natural disaster and then a virus. And I thought I would see kind of how I would be reacting to my husband or certain situations or with coworkers or friends. And I thought, oh my gosh, I'm just like Stevenson. I'm Mm -hmm. reacting from a place of fear because I'm scared right now too. And it was showing up in other ways. His was showing up in defiance. Um, I realized I had some, a lot of rage during this, but my therapist has since told me that it's literally my fear mm-hmm. that comes out. And that's how I'm wanting to, that's how it's surfacing. Wow. I mean, that's <laughs> it's so like, I, I want to like throw something yeah. or hit something really hard, not a person, right. but like, <laughs> like, um, just like something. <laughs> yeah, I actually think that that's a super relatable emotion. I know I've talked to a couple of our other friends and it I didn't even think about it as affecting the kids in that way either and just observing their behavior. But I know I've been very short tempered and most of it is just stress. And like you said, fear and you don't really realize that it comes out in these angry ways, especially to the people that we're closest to. Yeah. It, well, and you're stuck in your house. Right. Like, you're people. like so together who, all the time. <laughs> that's who's getting it. Like, yeah. I, I'm convinced that I have sent Stevenson uh, to therapy in his adult life and that, that the therapist will, you know, somehow they'll be talking about what the root of some of this is and he will be able to say without a doubt, well, it was 2020. <laughs> <laughs> There was some crazy virus and my mom went crazy. So (laughs) like, I, I just know that that is going to happen. But I think that a lot of us are going to walk away from this year with some trauma. And, but as you and I both know, if you put in the work, uh, when we're faced with, um, crazy challenges such as this, that we can come out on the other side, um, stronger for it and stronger but you have to put in the work and you actually have to believe that and look for it you can't just it can be actually the opposite if you want it to be and you can come out um a hot mess yeah which you know sometimes you will but i was gonna say i've had my days (laughs) yeah me too i'm not uh, oh yeah for sure but it's really when we're really really on the other side of it what what do we want to take away from um, what we've all had to experience, which is totally unprecedented. None of us have been here before. We don't even, there's no handbook. Uh, but I will say a good book that's come in handy for us is uh, that was helpful for uh, some of the stuff we were going through with Stevenson. But then even also, again, I would see some of myself in it is um the great behavior, of course, now that I'm wanting to tell you about, it, I can't think of it, but inside, and I'll look it up while I'm telling you, inside, she gives, gives this great breathing exercise, and it's called the 478. Okay. And you, I'm sure a lot of people have breathing exercise for various things, like our friend Mary. She has one, she has some, like, jaw issues, and her chiropractor is 
tells her she needs to breathe every day to relax those muscles. So it really is, and I bring Matt up to show that there really is relaxing that happens. Like there's things that are tense that you don't realize are tense. So obviously for someone with TMJ or jaw issues, if they're told to breathe and that will help relax things, then you know something's happening with the breathing. Like we're, you're able to, yes, loosen up some of that stuff, but I, you're also able to calm so many other things right inside that are, you know, have been manifesting and you breathe in for four. Okay. You hold and then you hold for seven and then you breathe out for eight. Why those numbers? Does the book tell you all, or explain all of that? Well, the book is called The Great Behavior Breakdown. Okay. I just want to make sure I have it right. But And the gist of the book is that it identifies excuse me, 27 of the most problematic and serious and challenge, challenging behaviors that parents face. It helps you break them down and provide step-by-step guidance and insight for transforming your family. Wow. Family conflict almost immediately. And I will say some of the tools that we were given in this book, and I've had this book for Again, adopting my kids and knowing the trauma that they've been in, and they've only been in America a couple of years, so there's a lot going on. They were raised in an orphanage before that, and when you come from an institutionalized situation and then into a loving home, it's not all roses. Like Things are different. Things are going to come out. Like There's just like with a lot of us. Um, or all of us, everybody's things just look a little bit differently. Mm. But I think someone had recommended this book for me and I ordered it probably a year and a half ago, but didn't I, and that's one thing where I know I can walk away from coronavirus spring of 2020 being thankful that we went through some of the stuff we went through because it allowed me to finally open up that book and really get serious with it. Mm -hmm. And it has helped us squash some of the conflicts immediately and the stuff that I was getting so frustrated with, um, in regards to him again, where I was like, why is he doing this? And why is he not understanding? And why are we having to deal with this? And why is everything always so hard? And once I realized like, Oh my gosh, he's scared. And this is fear. I was able to have the proper grace and compassion for him to pause and do whatever I needed to do to help him out of it. And it it would maybe it, you know, it, it would maybe mean a 30 minute hour commitment to sitting down and slowly working through that one little thing that triggered him to go completely do a 180 on me and change his attitude. Um, to have to sit instead of just being like, well, whatever, and walking away, like I can't handle this, whatever's happening right now. I can't believe you're acting this way and, you know, fix it or you're in trouble or I'm going to take away your X, Y, Z because I can't believe you're defying me like this. Well, instead of, you know, taking something away, which is a lot faster, Mm -hmm. but just definitely wasn't more efficient, you know, Cause I think a lot of times when we're busy and we have a lot going on, especially we're still working and trying to get through the day being like, okay, well that's it. I'm taking away your tablet. Right. Well, okay. Once he finally decided that he wanted his tablet back and maybe he was going to like start behaving. But then it was like, Oh, okay. Pause. I have to stop everything I'm doing and go sit down with you for an, however long it takes to let you know that I am here for you mm-hmm. and it is safe and I'm not going anywhere and I love you, and what are you feel? Let's talk through some feelings right now. 
I just he he just needs to know that like we're here and everything he's safe. Yeah. All this craziness is happening around me. He's safe. And so then it helps me think like, oh, sometimes I need that for myself. I was too. just about like, to say even, that. Yes. Even if it's me sitting with myself of like, I need to step away from everything. Probably. I don't know how long it's going to take 30 minutes, an hour. And I might just need to be with myself. Yeah. And remind myself that I am safe and I am loved and everything's going to be okay. And it's okay for me to express right now whatever it is I'm feeling. I need to say it and be okay with it, but then remind myself that I am safe. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's so, I, I, I know a lot of people listening right now, they're like, well, wait, I don't really have a kid, so, or a kid with trauma, or I don't know how this applies to me. But what I, was, was, what I learned was what I'm using for him has in turn worked for me, and the breathing has been so great. So a lot of times, even my husband now, we got into an argument the other day and he looked at me and he said, do we need to do just four, seven, eight real quick? Yeah. And I thought, oh, okay. Yeah, I think we do. And literally as husband and wife, we sat there and we did four, seven, eight, five times. You know, we did the breathing. We did each, we did five rounds. And then I swear to you, we were just in a different space and we were able to communicate more effectively and respectfully than if we had just continued down that road, yeah. blown up, and then ended up super annoyed and frustrated with each other and probably, again, more scared, <laughs> adding more fear um, back into the picture. And so I don't even remember, Kelly, honestly, what you originally asked well, me, but <laughs> that's... That's, I actually love this though. You know, I, this is like a therapy session. I love it. We always do this. But <laughs> I, what I was actually thinking while you were talking was I've wondered what are we going to get out of this period of time? Because it's something like you said that we've never been through before. Nobody knows how to do. And I've wondered what we're going to take from it and actually integrate into our life once things go back to normal. And the stuff that you're talking about is stuff that I hope that we do take with us because I think when we get so busy in our lives so often, it is just easier to medicate your fears away, your anger away, whatever it is, not to really take the time, like you're saying, and sit with each other in an intimate moment and say, hey, like, what do you need? How can I help you? And really getting to the root of those things, which I think is such a person, I mean, is such an important thing for all humans to experience. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um, and sometimes it takes something like this yes. or insert any other crazy life event for exactly. you to pause and realize it. But what's been the beauty of this, well, sometimes it's been a blessing and a curse, is we've been <laughs> stuck mm -hmm. at our homes with our thoughts, with our feelings, with our families. Um, or, or maybe not. Some people, and I feel for that, like sometimes when I've been frustrated with just people around or like the same people and not really being able to go somewhere and escape or frustrated with that. I then remind myself just so I have perspective that some people are, have been quarantined alone Yeah, and they would give anything to be around. And they may be, I don't know if it, like if you're listening right now and you know anything about the Enneagram, they may be a seven and they thrive off of interaction and fun and activities and people and all the things. And they could be a seven stuck at home mm -hmm. and, 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 you know, someone that is a little more introverted 
might be like at home thinking this is the best gift. How could people not enjoy this? Like I'm loving this. Like I need, I'm recharging right now. I don't have to be around anybody. This is amazing. But everybody's personalities are so different. So I also just want to be respectful of that. And that while I, I'm saying, I want to use this time to connect with the people that I'm with, but also I was frustrated with them. But I would use that perspective of like, oh, wait, some people literally can't even be around anybody else right now. And their personality needs that. I need to be thankful for this, but also recognize that I do need my space because I'm, I'm someone that needs time alone to recover. Sure. Yeah. And I think it's one of those people. Me too. And I think it's one of those situations where whatever your situation is, there's pluses and minuses to both. So it's kind of more about actually stopping and looking at what you need. And like what you were saying, like you're learning a lot from your son and uh, it's actually helping you with what you need yourself. And so I think we can all do that regardless of our situations. Mm-hmm. What are some of the things you guys do for fun? Well, good question. <laughs> um, what have we been doing? Like our, Ben has an old uh, Land Rover and he just got that back up and running. And so we've been, and we were thinking like, would we do this if we weren't in coronavirus and we yeah. could maybe go to a restaurant? But like we've gotten in that a few times and taken food and a blanket and gone to the park. I love and that. Just picnic. sat down and, right. Which again, that's something you can do any time of the year, virus or not. Right. Like we were not, I don't know that that would have been our go-to and it was so perfect. Or we've done it a couple of times. And even with the kids just, um, getting outside more with them. Uh, and now that the weather is getting better, um, doing some of that, but uh, honestly their school day was taking up so much much time. time. Again, we've only experienced the first day of summer because again, English is their second language. So some of the kids would get done around maybe noon or one o'clock and Sashiro was still going until four trying to get everything done because we're just going at a slower pace. Um, and then my husband and I started through this. Another thing I'm thankful for, because I don't think I ever would have gone back to it is we had jumped ship on Homeland after season five. I know, I know. And I don't even know why we just quit watching it after season five, but thank you for quarantine because (laughs) I thought what happened to Homeland? Like we should go give that a try. And we watched, uh, season six. And it took a minute to get back into it, but about halfway through, we were totally sold back in, couldn't wait for season seven. Then we got to watch the final season, and now I'm so sad. Me too. It's over. Me but too. I just wanted to ri- remind people if they did what I did and forgot about Homeland, you need to get back in and commit and go all the way because you won't regret it. Because that is something we definitely did for fun. And I loved it. Me too. We just finished too. Did you like the ending? Because I loved it. I'm yeah, not going to say anything great. else other than that, but yeah, it's worth it. it Write yeah, it out. I feel like it's because they didn't, they had too much space in between seasons sometimes that you forget about it and you would start a new show. And then who has time to really have more than one show right now? Totally. Like, I think, oh yeah, it, it just, I don't know. I'm like, how did we, now I want to tell everybody. Don't forget about <laughs> Scream it from life. the rooftops. <laughs> so I know that that's like not necessarily like fun, fun, but it's, Hey, um, I love a good binge watch. I actually think it's great. And especially if you're doing it with like your significant other, it's such a good activity to do together. Yeah. 
we we would do an episode a night because we didn't want it to go too fast. We weren't right. binging, binging like all all weekend, but we would do one episode a night, and it would be our thing. Like we couldn't wait to put the kids to bed, and right. we would go crawl in bed, and we would put on our our glasses that block the blue lights. We look real hot and sexy, and then we'd like <laughs> watch Homeland and fall asleep, and it was amazing. It's perfect. That sounds like the perfect yeah. night. Well, the last thing I want to hear about is your dad, because I think this is probably something that a lot of people can relate to. But he's in a nursing home, right? And so you haven't been able to see him at all. Yeah, he is. Technically, he would want me to tell you it's an assisted living. Oh, okay. Sorry, <laughs> that's not your fault. <laughs> we don't even. We kind of just for his. Uh, the psychology of it in his brain, we just were like, oh yeah, your apartment. Your apartment, it's, right. It's a 100% assisted living. Okay. And uh, he, it's been really hard. Uh, we went and visited him today and it's great, but to be able to see him, but we're seeing him through the glass and we have to make an appointment for him to go down to the glass because he lives on the third floor and otherwise we couldn't see him. And so it's about once a week that we get more of an intimate time. I mean, I'll go by there during the week and drop stuff off and he kind of will just wave at me <laughs> and it's weird. And there was a point in this that he ripped his feeding. He has a feeding tube and he ripped it out in his sleep, oh my which gosh. has happened once before since he moved to Nashville. But I was able to go to the hospital right away and like help him. And you, it has to be handled at a hospital. You can't handle it anywhere else. And so then I was terrified. It was like three in the morning. We get a phone call. Your dad's going in an ambulance, going to the hospital. And the coronavirus is like at the height of it. And there was so much where I thought, oh, my gosh, if he's going to go to the hospital. And it was a narrative I had created in my head, which I don't advise going negative with your narratives. But in my mind, I thought, oh, great. He just went to the hospital. Now he's going to contract coronavirus and he's yeah. going to die. And I know that's like really dramatic and extreme, but that's what I was doing to myself. And obviously not healthy. So I would, I reeled that in, but it was once he returned from the hospital, they quarantined him to his room. He couldn't even go in the hallway oh my for 14 days. And so I didn't see him for 14 days. I mean, we have on video, which I will recommend if anybody has this situation, the Amazon echo show, uh, the video thing is so great. Um, why is that better than you- FaceTime or something? Well, when I FaceTime with my dad, first of all, he just hold I can't, he holds the phone and all I see is the ceiling. Oh. <laughs> and then, and also it, then you can't be on your phone doing anything else because you're on FaceTime. I guess you could on your computer, but again, if your other person doesn't really know technology, yeah. like I think most of my friends, their parents like FaceTime. It's a struggle. You can't see them. Yeah. And you, it, it's a struggle. So what I like about this is it's, it plugs in, it sits on the counter and he can't touch it. Like if, as long as he sits a chair or stands right in front of it, you can see his whole body. Yeah. And it's just more of a, more of a connection. And then you can have yours on and you can just keep it on. And he's right there in your living room with you. Oh, and you, yeah. if you need to make a phone call or you need to be texting or doing something, he can still feel in the room. Because then he can see the whole room and people walking by and talking and being like, hey, Papa. Yeah. Like, so it's like he's there more than just actually doing a phone call. Yes. And that's what, when I was researching what to get, because once I didn't get this until coronavirus hit and I realized that oh, we're not going to be able to see him. So that's, I did my research and I even at, pulled people and that's the one they recommended. So that's what I went with. And I would say, I'm happy. I sent my sister one. 
um, my husband's parents and uh, his sister got one. Like now we all have them and it just sits in the kitchen and you just say, you know, I don't want to say it because it might set people's off, but you just tell her to call whomever and then boom, they pop up on the video and it's yeah. fun. Um, like you can fit, like if you have your family in the living room, I think that's another great thing about it. Like Ben and the kids and me, we can fit all in the screen and talk to my dad. Whereas yeah. on FaceTime, you kind of have to be like, oh, hey, here's so-and-so and here's so Pass it back and forth, yeah. Right. And so that, I think, is another plus. But anyway, my point is, he that is when, when or back to my dad, not my point. I don't really know if I have it at that <laughs> point. <laughs> but I just back to the fear that I was speaking to in the beginning, like I realized when I was so worried about my dad was when I was, a lot of stuff was really coming out. And it was because I was so scared yeah. for him. And and we still don't know. Like, if anyone else is in a situation like this, we don't know. When is the next time we're going to be able to hug them or touch them? Or they're going to be able to leave and come over to our houses and be with us. It's um, it's just a weird time. And I my, my thoughts are with anybody that's in a situation like that. Because I know it's not easy. Because I just worry about him and his well-being and... I think of all the people that live at his place because some of them, they, I don't know if they have family that can, right. maybe they're quarantined in another state or another city and they can't come and give them 30 minutes at the window visit time. And I'm like, who are they talking to? Because they, they eliminated all meal time there. Everybody's basically wow. confined to their room. Um, which is different than when my dad was like literally quarantined to his room after the hospital. But Praise Jesus, he went 14 days, had no symptoms. So um, that narrative that I made <laughs> in my brain was totally false. He went to the hospital, did not contract coronavirus, and he's alive and well. So, wow. um, yeah, it's just, you know, think of ways. That's why I think when I hear of, like, feel-good stories in the news of, like, little kids and people, and even just kids, some adults that are doing care packages for assisted living places or nursing homes, um, with like big puzzles and adult coloring books and, or just sending cards. Like one of Stashira's little friends, Mackenzie, um, once this first started, she knew where my dad lived and decided she wanted to write a bunch of cards and drop them off there. So her mom texted me for the address and she did just that. And my dad and some of the people have written her back. Yeah. Isn't, I mean, isn't that the sweetest? And that so means sweet. to me, like they, people, we are meant to connect as people and some of some people during all of this again back to some people that are alone some people don't have anybody to connect with and we need to make sure that we you know if we can do something about that that we we try I love that. I think that's a super important thing that I hope we take away too is kind of getting out of ourselves for a second and thinking you know, this, I have this going on. What can I give back to other people? Because some people don't, like you said, have anyone to connect with. I do believe the same that as humans, we are made to connect. So I love the idea of just anything you can do, especially for the elderly in this time, because I think they're pretty isolated. Yeah. Yeah. And and it may be it may be somebody else in your life. That sure. It could be that whoever might be it is. Your yeah. Mind right now, whoever yeah. it is. But yeah, that is definitely. A, they're kind of at the top of the list right now with what they're going through or anyone that's got a compromised immune system they could be younger but and they're yeah. not just allowed to socialize at right. all whatsoever yeah so yeah 
Well, I am so grateful for you for being here and sharing these tips with everybody because I think I think a lot of these things are things that people can relate to. So um, hopefully you listeners got some things out of this and I can't wait until we can actually like see each other. Again. I know. <laughs> and too. hug it's you. Like great. what is that going to be like? I don't even remember what hugs feel like. This is going to be yeah. so fun. <laughs> I know. I feel like for a while people will start to get together, but it's going to be like, Hey, you want to come over? But, uh, BYO, yeah. everything <laughs> and make sure you six feet away you know. from me at all times. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we only give elbows so. if we do any sort of touching. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. There's going to be a new normal for a little bit. And then I think so too. Actually one day we'll be back to normal. And, yeah. um, yeah, I just, I, you know, I, I love you and I love you. just appreciate your friendship so much and uh, just would encourage others to make sure that people that are important to them in their lives, that they, you know, tell them. Yeah. Because I think, too, we've learned through all of this, life is so crazy. It is. And especially here in Nashville, go, again, going from the tornado to the virus, it was like, whoa, what the heck? And I know that there's been other tragedies around the country, too. I'm just, we both live here, so yeah. that was something that... I can, we can connect to, but it's just unpredictable. So make sure people know yeah. um, how you feel. And then, um, yeah, breathe. Four, seven, eight. Breathe. Four, seven, eight. I mean, it definitely, all of this has definitely put into perspective all of the things that are actually very important to me. So um, my friendships are definitely top of the list. I'm going to start that breathing exercise. I'm going to send it to, yeah. I'm going to give it to my boyfriend, maybe his kids. Yeah, I don't know. Can, we'll all do it. You, once you tell him about it, then if y'all are ever in a heated exchange or of sorts, or maybe yeah. even not, but you're on the verge of something, you can be like, hey, let's take a 478. 478. He's going to be like, what? Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thank you for being here. You guys can check out Amy every morning on The Bobby Bone Show. All social medias are at Radio Amy, right? Yep. Okay. Well, thank you, Amy. For, um, what? Let me clarify. I oh. think on TikTok. <laughs> Are you on, on TikTok? TikTok? <laughs> well, Stashira is. Okay. Um, but she's under mine. But I have done, I want to start doing it more because she really wants me to do some with her. Yeah. And I think it's a great way for moms and daughters to bond. The dance is um, for sure. I see a lot of stars doing that with their kids. Like Jessica Alba has a really good one. I don't know if you follow her. Yeah, but she's really cute. You don't even have to post them. It's right. It's just... It's just fun. I would say we've done a couple that we don't even post because it's like that's not really the point. The point is it's something she loves to do and we're learning something together and then we do it and she smiles so big when we get it right. Yeah. And so anyway, Radio Amy 7. I, I, oh. I think Radio Amy was taken. <laughs> There's six other Radio Amy's on TikTok? <laughs> I, I don't know. I what? think that's what they suggested for me. Honestly, I'm I'm... I don't even know. I think that I thought they gave me Radio Amy and I was telling people that's what my TikTok was. And then they were like, no, there's a seven at the end of that. I was like, oh, oh, okay. Okay. So, well, uh, on everything else, was- it's at Radio Amy. On TikTok, Radio Amy 7. I can't forget I know, that I- now, though, actually. <laughs> I know, but I don't. Now I wasted like two minutes talking about TikTok, and I don't even really use it. So well, now you have know. to. Here's your inspiration. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, I love you. I can't wait to see you. Thank you for being here, and thank you guys for listening. Bye. All right. Thanks, Kelly. Bye. 
right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.